Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, of course, it is Friday the 13th, and it's two weeks before Halloween. What a treat. I mean, I love this time of year. But, you know, society has actually had a, a fear or an apprehension of Friday the 13th long before movies about a serial killer named Jason came out. It goes way back. And we're going to talk about that history now with the help of our next guest, Dr. Phillips Stevens, Jr., Associate Professor Emeritus of Anthropology at the University of Buffalo. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Yes, you're welcome. You must be very busy on a day like today. <laughs> Actually, you're right. I have three of conversations about <laughs> Okay, well, then let's get started with this. Why do we have this uh, concern or fear of Friday the 13th? Okay, this a, a superstition like this one is based in what I am what I have shown uh, are fundamental human ways of thinking. All people everywhere engage in um, certain patterns of magical thinking um, based on two principles. One, things that resemble other things and things that have been in contact or some kind of direct association with other things have a causal relationship. If those other things are negative, um, then something unfortunate might be, result from that relationship. Uh, so many examples of superstitions are explainable this way. Um, we avoid things that have some kind of a negative uh, outcome, especially if um, they have to do with these, these same kinds of principles, things that we can get involved in very easily. And the Friday the 13th taboo is, uh, has many different uh, explanations, but the, probably the most accurate is this. it derives from the Christian story of the Last Supper of Jesus, which was on a Thursday night. It was a Seder meal, apparently. There were 13 people at that table. One of them betrayed Jesus. Uh, he was arrested that night. He was flogged and the next day was the the most cataclysmic event in um, in Christian uh, thinking uh, uh, in in the the history of the world. It was it was a, a great uh, tragedy. Um, so thirteen becomes taboo uh, separately, uh, and then uh, if the thirteenth is a Friday, which was which was problematic, uh, then we have a kind of a double whammy. Um, this belief developed in the Middle Ages, actually. It, it, it probably a, a thousand or eleven or twelve hundred years after uh, the time of Jesus, uh, and it spread uh, through the Christian world, but also beyond it. And uh, the, the taboo against thirteen became really pervasive. A lot of buildings don't have a thirteenth floor. Airplanes didn't have. 13th rows, and so on and so on. 
today it's weakening, I, I, I think. Do you? You think um, so? Because I'm in a building that they, we don't have a 13th floor in this building. Uh, yeah, that seems to have become kind of permanent. Um, the, I think I, you have to consult a building contractor, but I think buildings are just kind of programmed to right. skip this. The 13th floor. What about Norse uh, mythology? The- like you talked about how it started with Christianity, it continued through Norse mythology, right? The, the unlucky number 13? Well, no, that's purported to be much earlier. That story about Freya, the uh, a party of the gods, or something like that. I, I, I don't buy it just because the diffusion of, of that story could not have been anywhere near the the diffusion of of christian uh, elements that's that's one there are several other interpretations of 13 um and i just i i, I don't buy it but but you know right. they're there what about pop culture how much of a, a, a causal has that been to people being afraid of friday the 13th well it, it was really really uh pervasive uh, in uh well, I'm in my 80s now. In my youth, uh, there was far, far more fear of it than than I think there really? is today. Yeah, um, my 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 youngest son chose number 13 for his his uh, lacrosse uh, jersey when he played in high school, and um, this, you know you'll you'll see the number 13 chosen um, freely and. Without fear, in many areas, I I just think it's it's gotten kind of fattest and it's uh, it's declining. Now I understand even at the turn of the century, like 1907, there was a book that came out having to do with Friday the Thirteenth. 1907. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. What is that all about? I don't know what book you're talking about. There are several books about superstitions, but um, I think the 13th is one of the most pervasive, Um, but there are a lot of other classic superstitions which are explainable by these same principles of magical thinking, like uh, stepping on a crack, right? A crack represents represents damage. Uh, That could be contagious. Um, Breaking a mirror, the mirror reflects things. The old idea of image magic is absolutely universal. Uh, the, the image of something that resembles something else have, has a causal connection. If that image is made with something that was in contact with the thing it represents, then this connection is even stronger. The mirror is a perfect representation of, of, of things uh, it reflects. Uh, and you break the mirror and you're breaking the the all of those things symbolically. Are you superstitious um, open, on this day? Umbrella, let me let me say one more. Opening umbrella an umbrella in the house demonstrates classic worldwide principles of separateness. The umbrella is designed to to protect us from storm outside. Um, the elements of the storm become infused in that umbrella. You do not open it inside the house. Because the house is domestic, it is orderly, it, um, 
this is where great things happen, where family uh, unity and babies are conceived and so on and so on. And that's a worldwide type of, of, um, of taboo. Uh, soldiers uh, in the early Middle Ages would not bring their helmets or their armor or their weaponry inside the house. You do not bring shoes into the house in a, in a medieval, uh, sorry, a Middle Eastern household, and certainly not weapons. Right. Weapons are instruments of death. Wow. What? I can't believe all these different things, all because of a simple date. Uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, Have a sorry, good day. we got a little confused. No, no, no. We had a lot to talk about. It is Dr. Philip Stevens, Jr., Associate Professor Emeritus of Anthropology at the University of Buffalo. Of course, he specializes in Friday the 13th. And of course, he's incredibly busy on Friday the 13th.